Well, hello everyone. I'm young Hasio tell my K-pop peeps out there. What's up? What's up? Tell me what's good as they say. How has your week been? Well, speaking of weeks, this is the week ending August 12th, 2023. My name is Denise and you are listening into my podcast channel. It's called the K-pop talk where every week I bring you the news and reviews of the latest and greatest in Korean popular music. This is very important to me. If you can click like, and most importantly, subscribe to my podcast channel, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you would love to see this podcast channel grow, there is a link you can click on in the description box as well for that. Okay, I want you guys to sit back and relax. This is gonna be a very chill podcast episode. K-pop news is coming up next, so don't go anywhere. And it's starting now. We are back, everyone, with that K-pop talk. It is time to get into some K-pop news. I do want to start off by saying happy 7th anniversary to Blackpink. And they got started actually on August 8th was their debut anniversary. Um, They got started back on August 8th, 2016, just when the girls were the ages of uh, 18 to 21. Um, Jenny was, how old was she, 20? Lisa was 19, Rose was 19, and Jisoo was 21. Now they are Jisoo's 28, Jenny is 27, Rose is 26, and Lisa's the baby at 26 because she was actually born a couple months later than Rose. And so now these girls are setting records, kicking butt, taking names. Um, recently, they have just become the first girl group not just K-pop group, first girl group, to surpass $200 million in sales for a world tour. So congratulations on that. And also, they, um, well, I'm not saying they just set the record, but I'm going to go back to their album because a lot of people don't know this. Their first album that was released was Square One back in August of 2016. Their first song was Whistle. But what cemented them to the events that were yet to come as them being a power girl group, right? Is their song, Boom Ba Ya. Boom Ba Ya set a record for the most viewed debut music video by a Korean act, male or female. And to date, Boom Ba Ya has, I believe right around 2 billion, not million, 2 billion views. So, Congratulations, Blackpink, for all your success. You have so many successes um, as a collective and individually as individual artists. It is crazy. Too many to name on this podcast. But I just want to put it out there for all the Blinks that listen to my podcast. You guys, happy anniversary as well. I know you guys are celebrating throughout this month. Lots of pink and black out there. Lots of pink and black love going out to everyone that's listening. All right, so let's move on from that. I know they're going to be celebrating all the way through the month. So I'm pretty sure just, oh yeah, you guys, don't forget to, speaking of black, pink, and blinks, they are supposed to be doing pop-up, pop-up, not pop-up shops, but pop-up immersive um, um, activities in the big cities. And I don't know if it's traveling or if they're simultaneously, but if you are a big Blink fan, right? Um, Blackpink fan, meaning that you're Blinks, um, please check with Blackpink's website because I do know they named, I think, six or seven cities that these immersive experiences are going to take place. I know Los Angeles, because I live in Los Angeles. I know Los Angeles is one of them. But I know it's all over the world. And I do want you guys to go experience what, from what I was seeing on the um, the website, it looks beautiful. Like there's a lot of things you can do. And if I have time, I think I'm also going to check it out and just to see what the experience is about. So if I go, I'll let you guys know. But if you're blinks out there, I do want you guys to you know, go and not miss out on what Blackpink has planned for you guys. So there's that. Okay, moving on. 20 
best-selling K-pop albums of 2023. Who do you think they are? Do you guys have your guesses? You know, I sort of had my guesses before I looked at the list of who was in the top five. Um, I was wrong on two of them. So I'm going to go over the list with you guys real quick to let you guys know who they are. Um, just to let you guys know where the world of K-pop artists are standing. I'm a little bit over halfway into the year because this is August. So we're a little bit, we're going into the third quarter now. Well, actually, we're in the beginning of the third quarter. So where does your K-pop artist stand? So we're about to find out. Coming in at number one, and no, it's not BTS. You guys really think about it. Two of BTS's members are in the military. So there is no way right now they could be number one. Okay, so FML from 17 is number one. And number two is Five Star from Stray Kids. I'm not going to name how many albums they sold because we'll be here all day if I did that. Number three, this is the one that surprised me. You remember I said I got some of them wrong? Was NCT Dream, and the name of their album was ISTJ. Now, I knew that they were um, really out there as far as popularity of this album, and I did like a lot of songs off this album, and I know they went on tour. I think they did two legs of their tour, like world tours, when I first started really getting into them earlier this year, but did not know it was that many albums sold. They came in at number three. So good job, NCT Dream. Okay, number four is TXT with their album Temptation. Number five is Espa with My World. Number six is New Jeans Get Up. Good job, New Jeans, because as you guys know, they debuted last year. Um, but the album, and see, here's the thing. They just released this album and they're already at number six. Think about it. They're already at number six and Stray Kids too. And you guys, this is just the power of K-pop. Like they're, these artists are doing so well. Okay. Number seven really surprised me and i think they are so deserving of everything because they work so hard and that's treasure number seven out of the top 20 with their album reboot these guys have really worked hard to rebrand you remember i was saying the guy who um is branding um treasure and developing treasure i'm not treasure sorry because we're talking about treasure um baby monster that guy is the one who helped rebrand Treasure. And so he did a phenomenal job. They deserve everything to be here. Because I remember me personally, when they first came out, I did not like them. I'm not going to lie. I did not like them. I didn't like their aesthetic, the way they sound, the way they dance, nothing. When they were on tour, I was like not really even interested. I reported it, but the love just wasn't there. I respected them because I know a lot of people liked them. But I did not like them as a group. Now it flip-flop. Coming back around, I really like them. Like, I'm so proud of them. I really am. Okay, moving on. Number eight is EXO with their album Exist. Oh, y'all. The harmony from this group right here is astounding. Just so good. But you guys, I love EXO, Musta X, and um, Shiny. They all have impeccable harmony in their song. So just want to put that out there. Um, and Big Bang when they when Big Bang was together too. Okay, Ready to Be by Twice, um, number nine, their album Ready to Be. And number 10 is In Hyphen with Dark Blood. So that's the top 10, right? When we get into 11 and 20, we have a lot of solo artists that are in 11 and 20. I'm counting one, two, three. So Jimin comes in from BTS at number 11 with his album Face. Number 12 is IVE's album Ive. Number 13 is New Jeans again with Oh My God. Now this one I didn't understand because technically they only have two albums. Self-titled New Jeans when they debuted last year in July. And then they have Get Up, which debuted in July this year. So I'm not sure 
how Oh My God can be an album when during that time they only released Oh My God and Ditto. So I was sort of confused on that, but I'll have to do more research on that. Because that's the only one I'm not agreeing with right now. Number 14 is La Seraphim Unforgiven. Love that album. Um, number 15 is ATs. Again, they're like treasure. I didn't like ATs at first, really. But they started growing on me. So the World EP number two, Outlaw, it deserves to be there as well as number 15. At number 15, sorry. Number 16 is Blackpink's Jisoo with her self, with not self-titled, but with her album, Me. And number 17 is August D with his album, D-Day. And number 18 is another debuting um, group called Zero Base One, Youth in the Shade. And I think this group has a huge future ahead of them. Um, I love their look, their branding, everything about them. They're so good. So um, congratulations will be number 18. Number 19 is G Idol, I Feel. And rounding out the top 20 is NCT 127AO. So those are the top 20 best-selling K-pop albums so far in 2023. Do you think when John John Cook and V's album um, is released, do you think their albums will end up in the top 20? And whose album do you think will lead the top 20 when they enter? Because trust me, they will enter, okay? <laughs> we already know. Soon as, and then, wait a minute. Okay, I was about to start on RM, but you know what? We gotta wait for BTS news. That's the next segment coming up. I can't, you guys know already, I'm trying to talk about BTS already, and this is, this is not even their segment. I'm in the K-pop news, so let me, let me, let me pull back, let me hold back, and wait until the BTS news segment and start talking about them. Because you guys already know. I'm about to start in on my bong tong boys now. So we'll just hold up until the BTS news segment. So let's move on before I start talking. Okay, let's talk about Lollapalooza and TXT. Tomorrow times together or tomorrow by together. Y'all, 100,000 people attended. Just to see them perform as they headline Lollapalooza. Not only that, millions of people streamed in. This was their time. As you guys know, last year, J-Hope headline set the record. The record still holds. And TXT became the first group to um, actually perform at Lollapalooza, even though they weren't headlining. This year, they become the first K-pop group to headline Lollapalooza. J-Hope did it as a soloist. They did it as a K-pop group. So congratulations. And you guys, TXT is the bomb. Like they could do no wrong in my eyes. And I love the whole performance. I saw it on YouTube. I wasn't there physically, but let me tell you, they are such a phenomenal group and I love their music and I love their vibe. Okay. Um, Re-Eyes, you guys know they are the new boy group, seven member boy group from SM Entertainment. They already um, really made a huge um, presence on social media by getting a million followers on Instagram um, as a group. Uh, I think they set a record by the, the fastest K-pop group to reach a million followers. Not individually, as a group. Because I know some people are like, uh-uh, BTS, they got it. No, 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 no. When BTS became individual members, they all set records individually by becoming individual members to reach milestones when they went to their individual accounts. Now, we're talking about when Reyes hit the Instagram as Reyes, they set a record that way. But speaking of that, I'm surprised that their YouTube really doesn't have that, that much of a presence compared to their Instagram. When you go to their YouTube, uh, they don't have that many people following them. Nevertheless, they did um, release a dance performance video for the song Siren, and they got 5.1 million views. So people are watching. They're just not subscribing on a large scale yet to the YouTube channel. And then they also released an intro video also to Siren, but it introduced them as individual members. So with that being said, you know... Um, I think, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of time before the YouTube start growing because these men are very handsome young men. 
they can really dance. Their dancing style is a little bit different, but I'm gonna give you a little, little nugget out there in K-pop land. The choreographer, his name is Josh Price. I personally know who he is. So <laughs> yeah, I do. And I kept looking at him because I was like, why does he look so familiar? Because him and my daughter, they actually had the same agent at one time. So um, they both moved on from this agent. But um, yeah, I remember Josh when he was younger, like probably five, no, actually it was longer than that, about seven, eight years ago. That's when um, I first met Josh and, and, and seen Josh just grow up through the entertainment industry, just like my daughter. And it's just so amazing um, having this 360 moment, seeing him choreograph one of the groups that I talk about on my podcast. So congratulations to Josh Price as well. You you may have known him also too from one of the dancers from the Permission to Dance with BTS. So if you guys see Josh Price, give a huge shout out to him. Let him know you're supporting him, you know, coming from America, being a um, chore choreographer for the K-pop industry. So um, congratulations to Josh Price as well. Okay, moving on for Reyes, but you guys know that um, Reyes, you know, I really believe they're going to make a, their presence be known when they finally debut officially their first song. So I'm on the lookout. I'm on debut watch with them right now. I'm still on debut watch with Baby Monster too. I'm waiting for them to come out. I don't keep teasing us like that. Just come out with Baby Monster already so we can already see because... Hey, you know, new jeans is kicking butt, taking names. Like they're like, we already here, you know, and the only one that can give them a challenge would be baby monsters. Like there's no one stopping new jeans right now. They are on a train. They are on one of them super trains, right? They are going so fast right now and setting records and just really, really making a mark for themselves. So Y'all know I derailed off the topic of, of Reyes, but you know, it's just, it just goes to show you that these younger generation K-pop groups are really coming out strong. So especially, like I said, you know, I already mentioned Zero Base One. Now we got Reyes. Had, and the, the key of what I'm seeing right now is these people haven't even debuted yet. Like they are really marketing them before they even debut. So by the time they debut, you already would have bought their album before they even dropped the album. That is what we're seeing right now. That is where the industry is moving. Buy the album before the album drops. So when the album drops, it will already be ranked on the chart. So, hey, I'm here for it because I'm here to support K-pop. So there you have that part. Okay, let's go into something else. Let's go into Joshua from 17. I just want to talk about that real quick because help me understand, y'all. Help me, as, as the younger kids say, make it make sense. Make it make sense. I'm not understanding why people are getting so mad because he may be dating a model or influencer. Is it because I'm a mom? Is it because I'm in my 50s? Is it because I just don't understand the etiquette of K-pop? I don't think so. But I really think that Maybe, and you guys, please correct me on this. Maybe that was the older, the older ways of K-pop, right? Etiquette that K-pop idols just did not tell you they business. And you had this fantasy of thinking that maybe one day you can date them or maybe, you know, in your head that you're dating them and you didn't want to see that side of them. Maybe that's what it is. But I've just been reading articles from all K-pop and Korea Boo and, you know, all these other news media outlets that that they are talking about boycotting, you know, Joshua from Seventeen, not buying his merchandise, you know, leaving hate messages on the girl he is supposedly dating. I just don't understand. I just wanted to make sense because to me, the way I see K-pop going and remember, life changes, you guys. People change. Situations change. Nothing stays the same. Life continues to evolve and move. If that was the case, we would have no telephones. We would have no computers. We would, have no, we would still be stuck back in the dinosaur age, right? Things evolve. 
populations evolve, social construct evolves, right? And with that comes the entertainment industry. Like I said, my daughter's been in this industry for 11 years now and it has evolved. I think right now with the K-pop idols, if, and I mentioned this, um, uh, uh, I think one or two podcasts back, you know, you have to allow for these people to also be human. They're not actors, right? Otherwise they will be doing a show. They are singers, they are performers, and I'm talking about the K-pop um, artists. They are singers, they are performers, and yes, they are giving you a brand of who that person is when they're singing, but they also have a life, and they also bleed, and they also have fears, and they also get sad, and they also have feelings as well. And guess what? They're adults, they also date. You just don't see it, but they do date. They do have friends. They do have family. They do, you know, things that we don't see because that's their personal business, right? And every now and then something may slip out where someone is following them or happen to come upon them with their friends or with a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Does that mean that we have to stop liking their music because they're dating? Why? I remember I was on um, YouTube two days ago and there was a fan who covered her face. They, they didn't put her face out there. And she was saying that, you know, K-pop idols is their duty not to date. That when they become K-pop idols, they know part of that is they don't date. Now, here's my stand on, stance on this. Sorry. They're not priests. The only thing that I know that if someone not dating is if you're a priest or a monk for religious purposes. And I'm not trying to tell people what to do with their life. You know, K-pop idols, what to do with their life, nor the fans. But I do have this to say, this is not a religious industry. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's not a religious industry, meaning no one believes in religion. No, I'm not saying that. So don't twist my words up. What I am saying is they are singers. They are performers, right? So what they do in their off time is their business. It's their business. It's not our business, you guys. We are fans, but when we overstep that boundary into getting into their personal lives, that's when we have gone too far as a fandom. We have to allow them. They, this is what they do. They show up, they perform, and they go home. It's their job. This is how they get paid. You get paid doing your job your way. I get paid doing my job my way. This is how they get paid. This is their life. This is their purpose. But they're not a priest. They're not a monk. No one signed their lives to celibacy by being a singer, by being an actor, by being in the industry. That does not mean they're going to be celibate and not date for the rest of their lives. That's not what being a K-pop artist means. And if you guys want to unfollow me or you guys don't agree with me, hey, that is your prerogative. But I, I am almost 100% sure and positive because you guys know me by now, the ones who follow me. You guys know that I am speaking truth. These artists are moving in a direction where you are seeing them and they are confirming relationships, i.e. Jisoo, right? They are showing more of their bodies, i.e. Lisa. I just brought her up today, showing her body. John John Cook showing his body. He's even cursing now. You know, things are changing. V, v showed his body not too long ago. Like things are changing because now these K-pop artists are finding their freedoms, you guys. They're writing their own songs. They're choreographing their own moves. It's because there's freedom in your own performance. If you can tailor your own performance, there's freedom in that. And we can feel that as people who buy their music and we connect even more. That's why BTS takes off and has the fandom that they have. That's why Seventeen has the fandom that they have. 
right? Because people can connect with them because they're writing from personal experience, right? And even Blackpink, they put their input into their songs. That's why people can connect. Same with New Jeans. New Jeans write some of their own stuff. You can connect, right? So I'm just saying that as to say, going back to the Joshua situation, because, you know, I feel like I could chill with you guys. I can talk to you guys. This is not a formal podcast. This is not a formal news program. This is news and review. So we talk about the news and we review We review it, right? Oh, that's a tongue tie <laughs> right there. I feel like I could, I could chill with you guys and I could tell you guys anything, right? Just like if we were sitting on the couch just chilling as friends. That's really the basis of this podcast, right? I just don't see it. You guys make it make sense. Why would you get mad at Joshua, 27 years old, because he has a girlfriend? My son is 32. He better have someone by now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My daughter's 30. Well, she's different because she's married to her career right now. I get it. You guys, I understand. And you know, when I say my daughter's married to her career, I'm saying she's not getting married. She is, you know, dating, but she's not getting married because, you know, she has her priorities. But she's not telling people she's not dating. You know, I don't think that these K-pop idols need to hide what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just so happens, if, if they just so happen to say, hey, I'm in a relationship, we need to respect that. Okay, well, I have been going on and on and on about this subject matter. I'm going to move on, y'all, because we could be talking about this all night. It always has been a touchy subject matter um, on K-pop idols and their relationships. It's like you really have to tread a really thin line. Like what, what I just, I just want y'all to, before I move on, cause I said I was going to move on, but before I move on, I just want to entertain this question. Y'all what would happen if Jenny and Young would have confirmed their relationship? What would have happened if Jenny and Kim Young from BTS confirmed their relationship? Hey, let's say for instance, you know, right now they're saying that, that um, Lisa's dating a billionaire son. What would happen if that came out and it was confirmed? What would y'all do? What if any of the BTS members or Stray Kid members or the, any other person from Seventeen come out and say, I'm dating somebody? What would y'all do? We should, and I'm saying should, we should still continue to support these people. Because at the end of the day, when we get older and we settle down, how many of us will actually date a K-pop artist and have kids and settle down with the K-pop artist? Less than 0.05%. Because it does happen. It does happen. But it's point less than 0.05%. You will end up being with someone who's not even a K-pop artist artists so the realization of of that fantasy in your head i get the fantasy in your head but i'm just trying to get people to see that this is this is just about a spiritual type of support do you see what i'm saying like like i'm army right and i love all bts members i do they're like sons of mine because like i said i'm in my 50s they're like sons of mine seven sons Adopted sons that I have under me spiritually because I do have a physical son. But if they go out and get married right now, I'd be like, oh, okay, you about to get married. Let me send you well wishes. I'm not about to say, oh my God, how come he's getting married? He can't get married. No, I'm not allowing that to happen. Y'all, come on now. Let's be reasonable. Let's support all these K-pop idols in a positive way. Y'all, like I said, I could talk about this forever. I really can. And I should I should have named this podcast Relationships and Fandom. <laughs> That's why I should have named it. Because <laughs> I haven't talked to, on this subject probably for about 10, 10, 15 minutes now about Joshua. So we're going to move on, you guys. Um, I don't know if I talked about it, but... um. 
Luna, I think I did talk about last week, but I want to talk about them again this week. Luna is making a comeback. And, um, you know, I'm wishing Luna the best of luck again. I hope that, you know, I know they're going to come to America and I'm just waiting for that to happen. And speaking of America, you guys, KCON is here. KCON has set foot on American soil as of, I think, the 18th. KCON is going to be here on the 18th. Um, I do know that they're going to be, um, I think, eight, uh, who is, who is going to be here? Um, ah, ATs is going to be here. I think I forgot who all, who all is going to be here. Y'all I'm having a brain freeze that, that thing on Joshua <laughs> that has really, you know, messed with me. Oh, but here's going to be here. Here's ugh, I can't even talk right now. Y'all here is who is going to be here for KCON Los Angeles. Stray Kids, G Idol, Itsy, ATs, Kep Warner, The Boys, Creativity, and Everglow. Um, Hyung Wong, Rain, Wavy, Nimics, INI, Zero Base One, 5050, La Pillas, Show New, Taman, Joe One, Ivy and Taeyong. And that's T-A-E-Y-O-N-G. Because some people get Taeyong and Taehung. T-A-H-Y-U-N. I mean, T-A-H-Y-U-N. T-A-E-Y-U-N, sorry. Um, they get those two mixed up. So I just wanted to make sure that you guys know. So all those groups are going to be here. If you guys are in Los Angeles or you're coming to Los Angeles from another um, city or country, hey, hit me up, let me know. Um, and, you know, hopefully we will be seeing some artists from KCON and I can report on that as well. So I just want you guys to know about that. But look, we are halfway into the show. I've got to move on to BTS news. I've been running my mouth, but as you, as you guys know, I really don't edit my podcast because first of all, I don't have the equipment to edit. That is why I need, you know, to grow this family more so I can get the equipment. Second of all, I got to get to BTS news. I got to get to BTS news. So, you know, let's, let's, let's wrap this up right now. And next up is BTS news. And we will, you know, next week we'll talk about some more K-pop news. But y'all, let me tell y'all, it's always, you know, a party over here. Like we, we just, you and I, we just sit back and we just... We just shoot the breeze, you know? So, but this has been K-pop news. Coming up next is BTS news. You guys don't go anywhere because we got a lot to talk about with BTS news. Y'all already know where I'm going with my bong tongue boys. Okay, BTS news coming up next. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for BTS news, bong tongue boys news. And y'all, there's so much we got to talk about because last time I taped my last episode, it was on August 5th, right? So at that time, um, Sugar had performed his final D-Day tours. And I know I talked about when um, John John Cook came out, but I did not talk about the rest of the D-Day, you know, um, tour dates with Jimin and with um, RM because I had already released, right? I had already released my podcast because it comes out every Saturday. But y'all, I'm going to talk about it. I know V's album came out. We're going to talk about him in a moment, but I got to talk about my boy. I got to talk about Sugar, August D, Minyoung Gi. Let me tell you guys something. The selfless mindset of sugar amazes me and i think i did talk about this last week and i think you know what i did i talked about john john cook and jimmy i just couldn't talk about um rm because rm set did not come out yet with sugar y'all i'm gonna say this again like i said last week and last week i started crying because i was thinking about sugar and it had not been announced yet that he was going into the military so this makes it all more emotional but BTS, there would never be another BTS. I'm sorry, some of y'all may agree, some of y'all may disagree, 
This is my personal opinion, reflection, and review. There will never be another BTS because those guys have a special bond that I just cannot explain. I cannot explain, and I'm not even going to try to explain it. I can only observe and go by that because I just can't explain what I'm feeling right now, right? But what I can tell you is what I observed. What I did observe was their support for each other is bar none. Thank you, South Korean military, for letting Jen and, and J-Hope experience this because it's a bond that you can see from near and from afar, okay? Let's get into it real quick. So as we know, the first day John John Cook came out, his throat was bothering him. We did not know that. His throat was bothering him, but he kickbucked, took names, did burn it. Didn't even know he was going to do it. Was superb in his performance. And then he did seven. Second day, we saw Jimin come out. Been years since he performed Tony Montana, but he did it. Kickbucked, took names, and then he performed like crazy. Then we come on the third day. The third day, RM shows out. Shows out, did Strange with Sugar. J-Hope and Jen shows up. And I remember when this, um, you know, car pulls up at this tent and they did not say who was in the tent, wouldn't even show, but that they went directly from the car through this cover into the tent. Everybody thought it was either Jimin or John John Cook or RM, but then I was thinking to myself, well, we've seen them. That doesn't make any sense, right? It just didn't make any sense. Now it makes sense because of the military releasing them and no one knew they were out. They had to take precautions to make sure that they were there safely, right? So I get that part. But you know what, y'all? To see the leader perform last and to see the leader of BTS perform a song, that speaks volumes. A song never released. He wanted to give us a taste of a song that he hasn't even named yet. That's how much he loves ARMY, you guys. That's how much he loves ARMY. He's like, hey, here's the song. I haven't released it yet, but I want to see if you like it. That's basically what RM did, you know? And Sugar walked through the door. At the end of 28 concerts, he walked through the door. He got out of his own head, and he is free from the pain and suffering and anxiety and self-gaslighting, all the pain, trauma, and turmoil of self-hate and deflection. He's cleared himself of that mindset. He is free and free indeed. And he said the future is going to be okay. Okay. And I, I agree with him 100%. With them going into the military one by one, with him saying that he was going to go into the military, totally blew my theory out that Aryan was next and I didn't say that because he buzzed his hair because those who have been listening to my podcast knew that way before he buzzed his hair I was saying Aryan was next but he's not next as a matter of fact I think he may be last now because he is a leader and he does want to see the rest of his members the rest of his group go in safely before he goes in it's like a mother cub you know, sees her bears across the stream before she crosses it herself, right? That I think that's what RM is doing. Now, I could be wrong, and I may be wrong, but that's just my theory now, that he's going to wait, make sure everyone else goes in first before he goes in. But what a concert. What a monumental concert it was. And then there's V, right? V um, could not be there. And I understand why. He was trying to hurry up and get his album out because, you know, there are deadlines he has to keep. Um, he did not disappoint, by the way. He didn't. Because guess what? This boy kicked butt and took names too. His album that will be coming out is going to be so anticipated 
much anticipated because of his sound. His sound is crazy. B's sound is so different from the rest of his members because his voice is just different from the rest of the members. And it really amazes me how each one of them has a different, unique blueprint to who they are and what their music is about. But yet when you see them together, they're still individuals, but it collectively meshes together and works. Very few groups have that, by the way. Very few groups have that. You have this thing where they come together and they're one, but you can't separate them, right? They look like a robot, right? They they just they you just can't see the individual characteristics as they perform together as a group. With BTS, you can still see their individual characteristics as they perform as a group. When I look at John John Cook, I still see here's someone who's young and free and he just don't care. When I look at RM, I see the leader. When I look at Jen, I see Mr. Handsome Worldwide. When I look at V, I see Rico Suave and he's just smooth like an operator, like Sade says. When I see J-Hope, I see someone who is just so happy about life. When I see Jimin, I see someone who is just very nice and humble, right? And when I see Min Young Gi, I see someone that is like, look, I can read you like a book. Don't mess with me. And I'm smart and I know it. But yet I've suffered and I will give back because I know what that means. That's what I see when I see every single member. Kim Nung Joon. Kim Suk Jin, Min Yo Gi, John Ho Suk, Par Jin Min, Kim Tae Young, John Jung Cook, BTS. That's who I see. Oh, and I forgot to tell you guys, um, I have started a Patreon, speaking of BTS. And I will start doing stuff on my Patreon as each member goes into the military, I'm waiting really until the last person goes into the military to activate my um, Patreon. Because on there, I am going to be going over all the music videos. I'm going to be going over all the shows. But I'm really going to start off with their very first music video. And then I'm just going to go down in succession on music videos from BTS. So if you guys want to join me, it's that K-pop talk on Patreon. But again, it won't be activated like to the public for a while. But if you want to just sign up or whatever, hey, you could do it now. And I just want to put that plug in there. But yeah, so it amazes me how this, this BTS, look, this BTS, it amazes me how BTS has their own individual sounds, but yet they collectively mesh. And V, he... he this album, y'all, I am so anticipating it. September 8th, it comes out. Slow Dancing, the music video, sorry, the music video comes out with the album that day. He has already released Love Me Again. He has already released um, Rainy Days. Love the songs. I love the um, dedication to his dog, Yiltan. And let me tell you, you know, you guys probably already know, but that was not his dog that was in the video. You guys know his dog has all, you know, been very, very sick. He's had um, a couple of operations. So I get, I get it. You know, you don't want to fly him everywhere. And that probably would have been a lot of work on his part. So I totally understand. But, um, and V's been, all, have you guys seen his promotion? Crazy, isn't it? When he announced his album coming, was coming out. I promise y'all, he has been on every single magazine cover there is for him. He's been on what? Pop, Arena, W, was he in um, W Korea? Was he in Vogue even? I'm not sure about the Vogue, but he's been in so many different magazines, so many different styles, so many different, you know, um, themes that he has been taking these pictures. He's like a chameleon. His aesthetic is so um, flexible. You know what I'm saying? Just beautiful, just a beautiful continence. And V seems like he's the type of person, speaking of individual personalities, he seems like he's the type of person that, 
you know, he doesn't have to go out and party. He can go ahead and just do him and he will be fine with it, right? You know what I'm saying? He's the type of person that could sit back at home, eat some popcorn, watch a movie while everybody's at the red carpet. He don't care. That's what he seems like, y'all. You know, V seems like he's just that chill, laid back person. So I just want to say congratulations. Right now, I think um, Love Me Again has like, what, 31 million and Rainy Days has like 12 million right now. So it's doing pretty well. So let's just keep streaming, keep supporting V. Um, I know he has another photo concept coming out sometime next week. Um, my assumption is those photos are going to be related to the song that's going to be coming out on September 8th and um, coming out with his album as well. Okay, let's talk about, um, who should we talk about next? We just talked about Sugar. We talked about V. Let's talk about R.E.M. Um, because R.E.M. has done a Weverse. Y'all know how I feel about Weverse. If you haven't gotten Weverse, please download Weverse. That is how a lot of these K-pop artists are now connecting. Um, so on the latest Weverse, R.E.M. stated that his dog Moni died. And I get why he did not say anything right away because he wanted to be able to grieve, you know, in private. And with respect to that, you know, there are so many people who would have sent millions, millions of condolences, million, millions of condolence um, comments to him. And that could be sort of overwhelming. Um, think about it. You know, whenever someone replies to you, you go on V, you go on V Live on Weavers, or you make a picture post or something, you get millions of responses. That could be overwhelming. Trust me, it could be overwhelming. So I I understand why RM waited after the fact to talk about um, his dog. And, you know, it's been two to three months, so maybe he is just now getting to a place where he can talk about his dog. Maybe he just couldn't even talk about it, you know? Um, he also said that he has a new album coming out. I'm like, R.M., don't play with me. Don't play with me. Because th that that is some good news right there. BTS just keeps bringing us content, you guys. I'm just so happy. But um, he did say he's going to give us another album. He did say that he needs to start taking hip-hop classes because dancing is a muscle. If you lose it, if you don't use it, you lose it. To some degree, I agree with that. You guys know my daughter's in the industry. And it's to her, it's like riding a bike. She's a professional ballerina, but she does all genres. And to her, it's like riding a bike because that is what she did for the longest before she transitioned into acting and filmmaking. But for the longest, you know, it's like riding a bike. For RM, however, he said that dancing was not his first forte so for him i get it you know if you are sort of rusty you probably do need to brush up on it because sugar took hip-hop lessons to prepare for the tour and you could even tell that sugar took lessons it, it looks like second nature to him but i get it they're rappers first dancers second not dancers first rappers second and um you know rm said that he needs to take hip-hop classes to get back into it plus RM also said in order to do, um, he when he said that he was referring to the challenge, the seven challenge with, um, with uh, what's his name, John John Cook's song. And you guys, we have to understand just because all some of them, all, y'all know this is real. This is unedited because I keep stuttering over my words. Y'all know just because you see all seven of them dance does not mean all seven of them are just perfect dancers. Sometimes they have to practice so hard to blend in so it can seem like it's a seamless um, transition for all the dancers. Um, I think Jen said the same thing, that he had to really practice hard. Um, not Jimin, but Jen, because we all know Jimin is a dancer. Um so, you know, some people, you know, like Jen and, and like uh, Kim Nunjun, they do have to rehearse in Sugar, you know, because that is not their second nature to them to dance. So he said maybe when he takes some hip hop classes, he'll be able to do seven. But I wouldn't count on you guys. We all know John John Cook. He's on a different level. You remember John John Cook actually before he started um, BTS, he actually was in America, actually, training to become a dancer here in LA, actually. And then 
he went back. They had to convince him to join BTS because he wanted to stay over here and dance. So, um, you know, there's that story. But I, I, I totally get what Aryam is saying. I'm still elated over the part that he said he has new music coming out. But we know it's going to be a while because, like he said, you know, Kim Nunjun, you know, is being a respectful leader and is letting V soak in all, you know, all the time now. Because, you know, each member had their time in the sun. Now let V's, V's time shine, you know, it's, it's his turn. And um, shining he is, you guys. But, yeah, that's what's going on with R.E.M. And um, we wish him the best. Um when it comes to his dog and you know we are actually you know um rooting for him for this next album coming out and um you know if he needs to get those hip-hop lessons we would love to see a seven challenge from rm but we don't know if that's actually going to happen <laughs> okay moving on let's talk about who should we talk about next because we talked about b we talked about rm we talked about sugar um Let's talk about John John Cook since his name came up. Oh my goodness, this boy, this boy, this boy, that John John Cook. Did y'all see the latest Calvin Klein ad? Y'all, that boy, before you know it, he gonna be doing a straight up underwear ad for Calvin Klein because I'm thinking that could be in the future because um, I saw Jenny from Blackpink. She did an underwear ad. She was in a bra and panty. She sure was. How do we know John John Cook is not next? I keep telling y'all these K-pop artists, they're writing their own books now. They're writing their own freedom cards. They're doing what they want to do. And then in return, we're seeing a more productive um, artistry from them, right? Because they feel freer. John John Cook, let me tell y'all, that's my that's my youngest adopted son there. And you know what? I'm proud of him. He's do, he's doing what makes him feel good. And I say go for it. He looks good actually, you know. I actually do look at them as my adopted sons, you guys. I know some people are like, mm -mm, you know you want to date him. No, I don't. My son's 32, so you know, I look at them really as my adoptive kids, my adoptive sons in my head, because, um, you know, I look at them all like they're my son, because I, like I said, my son's 32, and um, I can see, you know, him being out there as well. Now, he's not a singer, y'all. No, no, no. He's a skateboarder and photographer, so <laughs> no, 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 no. You will not see my son singing anytime soon, but I'm just saying as far as age-wise, the affinity I have for them is more along the lines of my adopted sons. You know, they, they, um, I really want the, what's best for them because I see the, the purity in them as far as their personalities go, you know, the, the humbleness and just want to be happy with life and, and want everyone else to be happy too. Like RM said, love yourselves. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's what I'm seeing. But John John Cook had that, you know, that, that Calvin Klein ad, and he's looking good. Also with um John John Cook, um his seven his seven um single is still doing very well, still topping the charts, still in the globals. The well, I say globals, the global um 200 and the global chart. Um he's is still there and it's not going, it's not even budging, you guys. It's 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 doing very, very well. Okay, now that we got him, let's talk about Jimin. Oh, going back to R.E.M., did y'all see him in the new Samsung ad? It looks good, doesn't it? Y'all haven't seen it, um, go check it out under Samsung Mobile. But R.E.M. did a very, very good Samsung ad. I really like it. He's just chilling as normal. Um, speaking of ads, Jimin has an ad for um, Tiffany & Company that looks very, very nice. Um, he's been pretty quiet lately. He has been bulking up. So I'm wondering if he's just preparing as well. Because, you know, all of them eventually going to have to go into the military. So I wonder if he's just um, preparing for what is to come. Because, you know, Jimmy was on the small side. And he's bulking up because, you know, in the military, they will bulk you up. You know, you, you just got to be able to be able to do um exercises and stuff when you go through basic training and you do have to be you don't want to be on the small side because it's going to be harder for you um so i think that's what he's doing um 
I think that's all really because you know J-Hope and uh, Jen are in the military and the news on them is when they came home um, to watch Sugar perform on Sunday uh, um, I keep saying um because I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really don't I really think that that wraps up BTS news anything else that goes on with them I'll probably cover next week but I really don't think there's anything else that happened with them this week not really y'all just gotta be on that weverse like I keep telling people yeah John John Cook started a little bit on TikTok but really he's on that weverse RM he know when he made his announcement about money and stuff it was on um which is his dog it was on weverse like they get on weaver sugar was on weverses you know um when after his concert they are all on weverse so you guys please if you can um i'm not sure if it's available in every country because i do there i do know there are people who have listened to me i counted now 61 countries that is i'm so humble and so blessed that you guys 61 countries have listened to this podcast so thank you so much humbly from the bottom of my heart humbly for taking time out to listen to my podcast and for me to ramble on y'all <laughs> for me to ramble on in the comfort of your ears <laughs> so thank you so much you guys um that is it for bts news coming up are the new music video releases from this past week you don't want to go anywhere because we have some new names i'm about to bring up so k releases k vibes that new segment is coming up next welcome back to my very last segment it's called k releases and k vibes first up are k releases these are the music videos that have been recently released within the past week or so. Let's start off with Fast Forward by my girl, Gian Somi. Love, love, love this music video. She has her energy. She has her vocals. She has her choreography. She has her energetic appeal overall. Love the song Fast Forward by Somi or her proper name, Gian Somi. Second up is lip gloss from the group, K-pop boy group called The Boys. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. I did not like the first half of this music video. The chemistry that they had with this girl was very awkward. Like in the beginning, all seven of them or eight of them, I forgot how many people are in this group. They each try to vie for her attention. The chemistry was very awkward. It just wasn't there. And it made them look awkward as artists, right? But near the middle towards the end, the middle part on through the end of the music video, loved it because they were dancing with themselves at this like um, Hawaiian party type thing where they just broke out and started dancing in the middle, surrounded by the, the group of, of people there. They had their swagger back. They had their charm appeal back. They had, you know, their, their artistry back and you could tell that they were comfortable again. And so... For those reasons, I'll say, mm, okay, but the song itself is pretty good. Justin really liked the first half of the music video, and that's called Lip Gloss. The third music video is called Peanut Butter in Tears by DPR Ion. Let me tell y'all, I'm so happy this boy is back. First of all, he reminds me, well, this song, um, Peanut Butter in Tears, reminds me of something from... Um, Jaden Smith um, record that went viral um, and it's so soothing and relaxing. It's like a beach album. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those soothing beach albums that feels like you're just in another planet, like you're on Mars or something, but it's so grounded. So I really, really love this song. Peanut Butter and Tears from DPR. I am. The next one's called TGIF by XG another dance song like fast forward by sony let me tell y'all these girls i have been watching them for a while i am so glad people still are not giving them credit because they they say they speak all english but if you listen to what xg is saying they're trying to, they call themselves a global group anyways but because they are based out of um korea and they do speak in korean 
um, and they can speak in Korean, Japanese, and something else. I forgot the other language. But I will say that um, these girls, this music video, this song is the bomb. And I will support them. Because remember, I will say that this podcast is about Korean popular music, right? So from time to time, I will cover everything from K-rap to K-indie to K-country, even if I like the song, I cover all spectrums of Korean popular music. It's just that the current pop-pop, as I call it, is my basis, right? But I cover all spectrums of Korean popular music. And XG, hey, they, they kicking butt doing their thing too. So TGIF, Thank God I'm Fly, is out now, and it's a beautiful, beautiful um, nice song to dance to. And I love the bass. I love the bass in all their songs. Okay. Horizon by um, NCT member Jay Hung. Jay Hung, I love him. I remember um, he caught my eye when he did the subunit called DJJ, um, DoJ um, Jung, when they did uh, Perfume. You remember that song? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, 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 oh, y'all, y'all probably don't even know what I'm saying. I'm singing perfume. I'm humming it. But um, that's when he caught my eye, right? And um, he has a single called Horizon. It's it has more like an R and B vibe to it, and it is um from the NCT in the lab. So. I was trying to figure out well, what is the difference between the subunits and the lab. So I think when you go in the lab, it has to do more with solo projects, not with subunit group projects from NCT. So that's that's my educated guess, but I could be wrong. Um, and the last one is from Stray Kids. Y'all, y'all, Super Bowl Japanese version. Oh my goodness, I kept watching this music video over and over and over and over again y'all when they whisper <laughs> in their music videos or on their songs it just does something to me i'm like whoo that sounds so good i love this song y'all y'all gotta watch the music video they did a phenomenal job but super bold. Like the whole five star album is good, period, blank, bar none. But Super Bowl, let me tell y'all, that Japanese version got it going on. So there's that one. And of course, you guys already know the other two music videos, Love Me Again and um, Rainy Days by V. Let me tell y'all, he takes you back to the 70s, to the 80s when it's on film right you get those that authentic film feeling you know that that grindy pixelation in in the film when it when it, the music video comes out that is old school knowledge you know what i'm saying and v v's old school in his spirit i honestly believe that he has that old school vibe in his spirit you know who else could sing christmas tree and just um you know just come out with the belching and just bring that 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 cool jazz suave except for someone who's old in spirit you know what i'm saying that's, that's v that's v but those are my musical releases for the week that caught my eye my k releases for the week that caught my eye what am i vibing out to this week first of all fast forward like i said my dance songs are fast forward and super bowl that Super Bowl song, y'all, I'm sorry, but I know I keep talking about that Super Bowl song is so freaking good. I love that song. Fast forward, I'm glad, so glad that Somi is back. Those are the songs that I just keep going over and over again. Now, when I chill, right, I chill out to both of these songs. I love their songs. I love all of their songs, but these songs is like my chill out song, right? So I, I, like in the morning times, I'll do Love Me Again or later evening, I'll do Love Me Again. But if I need to hype myself up, I will definitely do Fast Forward and Super Bowl. Those are my ones that I have been listening to. 
And um, what 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 else was I getting ready to say? Peanut butter and tears is another one that I really have been vibing out on when I'm outside. Does that make sense? Like if I'm outside and I'm going for a walk or something, I'll listen to that as well. So those are my vibes. Um, you know, those are the ones that I just can't stop listening to. So there you have it. And that wraps up this week's podcast, you guys. Um, y'all know I got a little spicy there when it came, you know, to talking about Joshua and the K-pop industry. But you guys know that something about me is that I'm just going to bring the realness with you guys. I'm not sugarcoating anything. If you guys want to know how I really think about something, I am raw and unfiltered. That's just how I am. And because I haven't mastered editing, guess what? You're going to get the mistakes, the bleeps, the blunders, everything. Somebody screaming in the background, you'll probably get that too. So that's just how I am over here, you guys. So I hope you enjoyed um, this week's podcast. Next week's podcast is going to be even some of the same, not even some of the same, but more of the same real rawness that I bring to this podcast like I do every week. So to get the latest in K-pop news, BTS news, music video releases, and milestones, please don't forget to click, like, share, and like I said, most importantly, subscribe to my podcast channel. And you know what it's about over here. It's about that K-pop talk, of course. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.